You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by ProQ, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super-fast Thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. this week's episode we have the smoking elk dan whittaker how are you doing yeah i'm good thank you you yeah good thank you good good to get you on uh yeah, good. thanks you're you well one of the reasons why we i really wanted to get you on is is that the minute every time i go on instagram you've you've got a cook that's that's happened i mean there's always an instagram story going on uh there's always a new post on the go and and it's it's just great to see like it literally is every time i flick on there's there's some new content from you and it's it's really inspiring yeah thanks yeah it's, it's um it's to, to be honest it's um something that i wanted to do i kind of started planning that well this challenge um that i'm doing at the minute um is basically 195 countries um and i'm planning to cook a dish from every country um all cooked outside over fire so I kind of um, I did a challenge last year that was 200 outdoor cooks, but they were kind of I just picked anything and, and cooked yeah. it kind of thing. So, so there'd kind of be a repeat of say you know there'd be lots of burgers and there there'd be plenty of the same old cooks. So this year I wanted to kind of push myself a little bit further um, and came up with this idea about September last year and yeah, absolutely loving it so far. Well, giving yourself a little bit more of a challenge, you've picked 195 different countries to 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 find a I. I I suppose probably one of the hardest things for it must be finding a a recipe from 195 countries because that that can be quite difficult, especially something that's unique to that country. Because a lot of countries sort of their cuisines and their and their dishes sort of amalgamate into similar things. So, so finding something that's quite unique to that country must be quite difficult to do 195 times. Yeah, so I, got, I kind of, uh, I mean, I got the idea around uh, August, September last year and, and thought, you know, if I'm going to do it, I need to kind of start looking into it first and see whether it's it's going to be too much of a task or, you know, how big a job it's going to be. So, so I kind of, um, I started a spreadsheet and downloaded each of the countries into the spreadsheet and then kind of one by one, um, when I found the time, I'd look up that country, look up authentic food for that country, 
um, find a couple of things that looked quite interesting and then start kind of looking for recipes based on that dish um, and then kind of put a couple of links to um, recipes that I looked for that country into the spreadsheet and, and kind of built it that way. Um, and then it kind of just grew. Uh, I'd start putting the type of meat into the spreadsheet so I could see, make sure there's not just going to be like a hundred cooks of beef or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, so there was quite a lot of planning gone into it, um, which I'm happy that I did because it makes it a lot easier now. Um, but yeah, um, it, it was quite a quite a big job doing the research. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine. And uh, I've also seen that you you're you're throwing it out there as well and, and asking people where. If they've got any inspiration for any cooks or anything, which is which is a pretty cool as well. So you're you're mixing it up even amongst that. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I started using Instagram properly um, around about April May last year. Uh, I, I kind of put the odd picture on here and there last year, and and you know, friends were kind of saying, you know, you need to get your the pictures of your food are great. Get get them out on Instagram and and start building the profile. So I thought, sod it, why not? Um, and you know now with with this year's challenge i'm getting a lot of interaction from people asking for recipes and i'm getting people from from various different countries cooking some of the things that i've cooked because i because they've seen it on my instagram so you know it's great and i think the more interaction um with you know my followers the better so yeah like you said i've I've kind of started saying um any ideas for a seafood cook for this monday kind of thing and yeah. people suggest the country and and i'd look into it and if i like the sound of it then then I'll go ahead and cook it and, and try and do it justice. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the interesting things that I, I do always find about you, and so there's, there's always about 50 comments on everything, and you're always talking to everyone and, and going back and forth, so it's always a, an interesting one to read as well. It's, 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 it's nice to see. It's nice to see the interaction that you are getting from Instagram. Yeah, I think uh, you know I like to engage with um, with people anyway, and and the whole reason that I've kind of gone down the Instagram route is, um, I, you know, it's, it's nice to hear you get direct messages or you get people comment and say really love this re- this this dish, can I get the recipe? And then a week later, um, you know, they're cooking that dish and they're tagging me in it and saying thanks for the inspiration. Nice. So so it's really good to see. But um, I mean, one thing I'm thinking about doing at the minute is kind of taking it a little bit further. Um, and thinking possibly asking uh, my followers if they'd like to follow along and I suggest the country, I suggest a week, so a period of seven days, and let's say we pick Spain, for example, and um, I say, okay, let's um, everyone cook a dish from Spain, and if people want to follow along, then tag me in, and, and I'll kind of um, add their post of the dish into my stories, and, um, you know, it's just a way to get everybody kind of yeah. cooking and, and joining in, so that, that's an idea that I'm kind of thinking of at the minute, so we might go down that route. <laughs> that sounds good to me, and, and we we sort of skimmed over, but but last year, this, this is all on the back of last year, you, you decided to challenge yourself uh, to 225 cooks in a year, is that right? Uh, it, was, it was 200. 200, um, 200 cooks in a year, Yeah, and, and you, you nailed that, I saw. Yeah, that went well. Um, again, um, I mean, going back to the beginning, I kind of started um, on old gas barbecues and stuff for many years and, you know, buy one every year because it's rusted to bits over the winter and stuff. And then uh, I think it was about five years ago, uh, probably watching programs like Man vs. Food and stuff, yeah. uh, I thought I, I need to get into smoking some food. So I, I went out and bought a, a Weber Smoky Mountain and that was my first ever 
got a barbecue um, and I remember doing a beer can chicken on there and absolutely smoked it to death. <laughs> it's, uh, I must have put about six massive chunks of wood in there and I, I, I had guests around as well and it was the kind of big unveiling and I was getting all excited with this chicken and uh, the, the comments were, hmm, you can definitely taste the smoke. <laughs> so, um, so, so that was that was. Kind We've of all done that. Stuff. We've all done that. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of just grown from there, really. I mean, I, I went into kind of Facebook and looked for groups with, you know, like-minded individuals to get into barbecuing. Yeah. Uh, came across the Country Wood Smoke Forum. Um, that's and where I remember once... first sort of uh, seeing your name and, and seeing you sort of commenting on things and posting stuff was was from the CWS Forum, actually. Yeah, that, that probably uh, fueled my addiction and got me to where I am now, to be honest. Yeah, I think it, it got us all as well. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of just, um, yeah, kept rolling on from there. You know, first of all, I'm buying a master touch and then a Kamada Joe, and then you know, before and I've got eight barbecues, a pizza oven, and a, and a fire pit outside. But luckily, I have a very supportive wife. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, the idea for 200 cooks um, came about before uh, to start last year, just yeah. because I wanted to kind of push myself. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have been barbecuing for a lot longer than I have. Um, and I just wanted to put myself on a steep learning curve. And, and I thought the best way to do it is to just challenge myself to cook outside as many times as possible. And, and, so how yeah, was really, that? What, like, what, what, were the, what were the challenges associated with that? Um, to start with, it was quite a challenge, to be honest, because um, <clears throat> at the same time, we decided to do a kitchen extension um, starting in January. Um, <clears throat> So we kind of had no back, we had the whole back of the house that was all knocked out. Um, so we had no, kind of no kitchen. It was freezing cold last January, February. Yep. Um, and I was kind of climbing over rubble to get to my Camaro Joe that was under a gazebo um, <laughs> and, and cooking on there. But yeah, so it's a bit of a challenge, but I, I kind of still, I kept, um, I kept ahead of the curve even through the bad months and the winter months and not having a kitchen stuff and and trying to prepare food in in you know in a tiny little corner of the kitchen area that's been cordoned off that wasn't full of dust um so yeah it's quite a challenge but um i mean luckily enough the kitchen was finished um and then i made the decision to build a shack um at the bottom of the garden oh, so, nice. so so i didn't have to put up with because um, i mean the amount of times the gazebo flew away or got holes in <laughs> food from the wind and stuff so yeah it's probably because of that challenge that that made me go ahead and get the shack to be honest so i'm, I'm quite grateful for that <laughs> did, did you find yourself sort of uh cooking over fire like barbecuing for for just the sake of barbecuing or or did it turn into a bit like you were discovering new ways to cook and discovering different techniques and and it, and it opened up things for you or was it a bit like at times where you felt like you would you'd sort of uh, maybe like had enough of it and you were just sort of cooking outside for just just the sake of it if you know what i mean no it never it never got to the point where i'd had enough if, if anything it, <laughs> made me, it, it made me want to do it more and more um i mean the only times i think where it, uh, you know i kind of oh do i really want to go, out, go outside and cook today would be if it was awful weather or, or if i'd had a few beers the uh, <laughs> the night before but um, but no it's, it's it's always been enjoyable and and i think with each and every cook and, and having i mean i'm lucky enough to have quite a few different um, barbecues so i kind of use them all for different things yeah. um yeah, just learning more with each and every cook made me just want to get out there and kind of go on to the next one and, you know, just, just keep learning and then putting into practice what you've learned on the previous cook and, and just trying to improve, really. So, yeah, it never it never got monotonous. It was just, um, just yeah, just really enjoy it, to be honest. Oh, nice. And the same goes for this challenge now. I think as, as it's going on, I mean, I, I looked at my spreadsheet and thought, you know, I've done nearly 40 countries now. Yeah. But then I looked and there's still kind of 155 to go and you think, <laughs> oh, that's quite a lot. But, 
but to be honest, there's there's out of the forty dishes so far, there's not really been any bad ones. Maybe maybe one or two average at best ones. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but a lot of them have you know they've been a revelation. So um, I'm looking forward to um, you know just ex- exploring further really. Oh, awesome and and. Uh... Has has it introduced any sort of new flavours you've not come across, or or have you pretty much uh, tried a lot of these flavours in the past so far? Or there's you... been quite a few new flavours. There's, um, I mean, uh, the the larder or the, or the spice cupboard has uh, got a few random things in there that have kind of been used once, and I'm trying to think how I can use them again because you know I I, I want to keep these dishes as authentic as possible, and, and yeah. obviously most of the countries I've not been to, so. I can only go on what I can kind of find from researching online. But if there's an ingredient that I can get hold of, um, you know, luckily enough, we've got a few shops around here that are, you know, kind of Afro-Caribbean shops. We've got Thai shops. We've got Chinese uh, markets. Nice. So it's kind of um, I'm kind of in the position where I can pop out and just, you know, if there's a sauce that's integral to a dish, I'll go out and buy it. If there's a certain flour or, or whatever that's integral to the dish, I'll go out and buy it. And, yeah, there, there has been some um, there has been some good new flavours introduced, really. Um, I mean, a couple of favourites of mine was... Um, um, uh, Finland, where I did a fish stew, um, okay. and I mean, just looking at the dish, myself and my wife were kind of apprehensive. Um, but <laughs> to, to be honest, that's probably one of the tastiest dishes I've done so far. Um, okay. And then you've got things like a Somalian curry that, that was another one of our favourites, which was kind of a yogurt and coconut based curry. Um, and again, it was an absolute taste sensation. So, um, you know, there's some that I look at and think, oh no, I can't wait to get this one out of the way. But then you eat it and you're like, blimey, that was yeah, delicious. Was delicious, <laughs> yeah. Oh, very nice, yeah. very nice. And what, what was in the, the was it, sorry, did you say uh, the finish? Uh, yeah, uh, Finland, it, was, it was kind of like a fish stew. I think it's, okay. uh, it's popular throughout Finland. Um, and I did quite a bit of research on that. And, and what I've been doing is kind of finding um, a few recipes that I like the look of. And then just kind of taking a bit from each one um, into something that I think you know would work well. Nice. Um, and, and and the Finland one was a, it's a salmon soup. Okay. Uh, but it's made with um, it's got some lots of double cream in there as well. I love um, it. So yeah, I mean it was it's probably not too good for you, but um, <laughs> that salmon potatoes and a load of cream in a soup was uh, yeah perfect. A load of crust to me. right in. <laughs> and and what. Uh, have you got a definitive like favorite dish from from the from the country so far or um i i can't pick a winner at the minute i mean like i said there's a few that are up there i mean the uh, another one that um went down really well was uh, porchetta yeah, um delicious. so we uh, me and my wife have recently been on holiday to italy and we went to bologna yeah it's kind of uh, it's more of a bit of a food holiday really and just mm. to go there and sample the local delights and um can't I think wrong it, with that yeah, I know. The, the second to last day, I had, I had a porchetta panini, and it was it was unreal. Um, so um, you know, we said that we'd get back, and once we've been to Italy, we get back and and I'll cook a dish that's been inspired by the trip to Italy. And porchetta was one of the dishes, and and then we also did um, we, we did a pasta making course out there. So my wife made some tortellinis, and I kind of smoked some beef rib, and we had beef rib um, stuffed tortellinis. Um, and then for a starter, and then a porchetta as a main. So yeah, that 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 went down really well. We had, <laughs> I think we had eight eight friends over, and we absolutely devoured it. So that that's one of the favourites so far. I, I think the favourite. Good being when, your friends. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. When, <laughs> when you've got friends around, I think they tend to be the favourite ones because you can put on a bit more of a feast. Um, <laughs> when, when it's just me and the wife, you know, we kind of do a dish and, and it'd be for four people and I end up eating it for lunch for the next two days, which isn't a bad thing, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's nice to be able to cook up a bit of a feast for friends. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's, again, like that's a lot to do with cooking over fires about, isn't it? It's about that sort of uh, gathering around people and, and cooking for them all and stuff like that. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, just to kind of touch base on that one, with having friends around, I was lucky enough to have the shack um, in the garden finished um, around about May last year, just in time for the World Cup. So obviously we've got Sky down there, we've got the telly down there. There's there's a bit of a bar down there, and um, <laughs> just had all the all the lads around, well, the lads and uh, lasses around for the World Cup. Um, and what I do is I'd put on a menu for the day. Um, so whether it be brisket and pit beans or whatever um, and people have come round and everyone has kind of chucked some money in a pot and you know we'd all have a few beers and watch England and, and eat some good barbecue food and it was uh, I mean it's obviously it's a great World Cup anyway but it was just kind of great having so many friends round for, for great food and England's really <laughs> yeah fantastic and what one of the cooks that caught my eye recently was the uh, obviously you did Jamaica you did the jerk chicken and you even got hold of some pimento wood for the uh, the authentic flavours, and that looked really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. Um, I've, I've kind of I cooked jerk chicken once uh, last year, uh, and I bought the pimento wood um, back then. Um, and, but I think the, when I did it last year, I, I didn't research it well enough, and I kind of put the chicken on top of the wood like you're supposed to do. But then I kind of had the wood indirect, um, so there was kind of no heat getting to yeah. it. And, and kind of no smoke and uh, you know it's probably a bit of a fail um but the ch- i mean the chicken still tasted great but i probably had no benefit from the wood whatsoever but so 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 this year i decided to kind of really go to town and 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 you know get it as authentic as possible uh and obviously that meant using the wood um i, I had some charcoal about a foot or two under the wood that was obviously um charring the bottom of the wood and getting the smoke all around the chicken and yeah i mean it, it worked really really well as it it's a great jerk chicken I, I just wish i was eating it on the beach in jamaica and, and, and not important <laughs> what do you mean there's no difference there really is there well, yeah it's, it's close it's close <laughs> <laughs> oh and uh yes yeah, so, i mean are there any cooks coming up that you're super excited about um, yeah, you're there's, taking there's it all a bit a, like as it comes. Yeah, there's quite a few to be honest. I mean, the, the last couple of months, um, obviously the winter months, I've t- the, a lot of the dishes have tend to be more kind of stews and curries and, yeah. and soups and whatever. Because you know, I don't, I don't want to save them. I don't want to have to cook a load of them in the summer months. So. No. I think as the warmer weather gets here, there's there's going to be quite a few um, more grilled dishes rather than stewed dishes. So I'm kind of looking forward to the warmer months, really. Uh, I mean, th- Argentina, I'm, I'm really looking forward to because um, I've, I've recently got a fire pit, a fire bowl, and um, oh, nice. I've been talking to Tom from um, Country Fire Kitchen, and, and yeah, he's yeah. made... He's he's made a kind of custom stand for the asado cross to go in the fire pit, oh, and uh, he sent it to me to test. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that. And, and if it all goes to plan, then Argentina's going to be. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some lamb hanging over the fire. Um, so that that could. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. That'd be a good one. Oh, awesome. Sounds sounds delicious as always. <laughs> so so you've got the the cat eye fire bowl. You've got a Kamado Joe. Uh, Uni, do you have it? Am I right? Yeah, I've got, I've got an Uni. I, I started with the kind of Uni 3, um, which was great. 
Um, but then decided that I want to start cooking a few other dishes in in a kind of uh, you know I, I I haven't got the room and or I probably wouldn't go for a full size pizza oven. Um, yeah. The the logical step was the Uni Pro, uh, and I absolutely love it. Um, you know I don't not only cook pizzas in it, but things like lasagnas and shepherd's pies and fish pies, and so that's been good. Um, good. Have you got yeah. one of the can I so far? Because I've actually not got one, but I was looking into. I mean Ben's got one and. Uh, I was looking into getting one before I left from the UK, and I probably will get one when I get back. But they look awesome bits of kit. Yeah, I've kind of had my eye on one for a couple of years, to be honest. And but it's always been one of those: if I get it, will I use it? You know, they, they kind of—I've always thought they look great in the pictures, but how often, how you know, yeah. realistic, how often is it going to get used? Um, but I've had it um, about a month now, uh, and the weather's been pretty bad. But I've, I mean, I've used it three times now, and I'm actually loving it, to be honest. This. It's just nice being able to sit there, get, get a few chunks of wood on the go. Uh, I mean, I was sat there the other night and did a dish from um, uh, from Burma, a Burmese um, soup. That looked um, really nice, actually, the Burmese soup. Yeah, it was really good. So that was the f- kind of uh, that was when we kind of had our little um, heat wave. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. So it was nice, kind of sitting outside with the fire on the go and 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 you know, having various pots and stuff on the fire bowl. And, and yeah, I, I could see me getting a lot of use to it, uh, a lot of use out of it, to be honest. It's, mm. um, it's going to be a great addition, I think. And, and uh, I think another thing I, I, I like about it as well is just cooking over actual fire from, you know, using wood rather than uh, coals in a barbecue. I mean, it's a completely different, um, it's a completely new learning curve, to be honest, um, learning fire management all over again in a fire bowl rather than kind of, you know, lighting a small fire in a barbecue and keeping the lid down. It's, it's kind of, um, it's very different. I, I can see it being a lot of fun learning again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and it is, it's, it's, you get great versatility with it again, and and especially if you go and getting things like uh, that from Tom at uh, Country Fire Kitchen, uh, made for you and stuff. It's, it's awesome. The versatility you've got with it is is pretty wicked, and it's nice. You can hang like the the stoves over the top and and from the above and stuff like that. You get one of those A frames, and there's like so much you can do. That it just it's it's an awesome bit of kit. I think yeah, I definitely yeah. want to get one with that. They look wicked too, don't they? <laughs> they do look wicked, and I mean, I'm I'm all for a fire after a barbecue as well. I like to sit around and chill through the night, so it'd be a perfect one to chuck a few logs on extra after you're done and, and uh, ramp it up a bit through the night. It sounds good to you, me. You sound like you talked yourself into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't need much convincing. <laughs> oh, awesome! Well, thank you very much for coming on. It's it's been. Thank you for it's been wicked, been wicked chatting, and uh, I'm I'm certainly enjoying watching uh, watching your cooks through this year, and and I enjoyed watching uh, you get through the 200 cooks last year, and and yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing it developing, and I'm seeing the Instagram page grow, so I'm sure other people, or certain other people, are obviously enjoying what you're doing and, and getting on board. So I look forward to hearing more about the uh, the the group cook coming up, and and seeing uh, seeing what you choose, what country you want to go for, and. And when it's happening, yeah, and, uh, and yeah, get involved. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm, I'm planning on doing something within the next couple of weeks. I'll, I'll kind of, put, I'll probably put it out there as a post and in the story, and see, see if, see if there's interest for people to get involved. And and if they do, then you know, if if it works, then we, we might do a few other countries as well. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Awesome, sounds good, mate. Thank you very much. Brilliant stuff. Thanks for having me on. Chat soon. Bye. Cheers, Dan. Bye. You're listening to United Q podcast.
we're brought to you by Pro-Q, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent.